The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hey listeners, it's Sarah. Hi, it's Megan. And you are lucky enough to be listening to It's Always the Husband. We may be drunk. Maybe. At this point in the night. Right, we've... We record a few at once. Just We've been quarantined due to being quarantined. We are sitting six else. feet away from each other. We are staying away from each other, um, but we are together constantly. So whatever I have, she has. Correct. So it's just a given. Um, I do have a. You have a ill son, but he's virus-wise, he's pretty strong. Correct. I have an ill daughter yes my daughter has everything especially the beats she's got the beats diabetes she's got the beats she's got the beats she's got the beats yeah she's got the beats compromised so i've been just hanging out um she also has celiac she has thyroid issues she is a mess a mess my eggs were rotten. No, they weren't. Oof. And she is a blessing. Rotten. And she is just as hilarious yes. as you. Our daughters, believe it or yeah. not, are mini versions of us. Yes. They FaceTime each other. And they too love each and other. And yes. scream laugh at ridiculousness. Yeah. So they are besties. And then when they do that, yeah. we text each other and like, oh my God, you should hear yeah. the girls right now. They're so, so cute. They are joined at the hip yes. as well. Um, and it's adorable and it right. couldn't make us happier. I know. It is actually pretty cute that yep. they're such good friends. They've known each other forever since they were little yeah. babies. When they were little and we would go on yeah, little vacations. But yes. Ray Ray was a little bit older. So it was like, but she's an time. only child. Yeah. And only children are different. <laughs> but it took them like right. once Sade's got to that age, then Rachel they were, is, like, yeah. Older. She has yeah. a more. Again, more mature sense of humor. I don't know whether you'd call it mature because I, she just um, grew up watching Golden Girls Mama's Family, and Mama's Family, and Three's Company. Yeah, yeah. She grew up with me, so yeah. there you go. <laughs> the perfect um, mom for. Anyway, her. we are bringing you a really brand new, not necessarily brand new. How exciting! I think it's like six seasons, but brand new to me. <laughs> show that you can check out that I saw and was like duh this is made for us obviously yes so if you get the ID network which I think like everybody does if or you, if you have Hulu or it's on Hulu yes oh, I have I Hulu to go to my sling okay do you have Hulu yeah okay I have Hulu live so I don't maybe have that's Hulu different live. okay I, go to my sling. I have Hulu live and it's there so ID network Hulu live it is called fatal Yes. And again, it is a reenactment, true crime show, very similar to Betrayed, Forensic Files. So I saw this and I thought we have to check it out. So we are bringing you our first rendition of a fatal vows. It is called In a Lonely Place. Um, I did not write down the season, but you can just look for it. I think it's like one or two. It's a newer ish one. Season two, two, episode two. Yes, good for you. 
to do that. Thank you. So we're going to bring you, though, the ambiance of the year the murder took place. Correct. So 1996. So I was still in college because I am an older gal. I'm, again, an older gal. (laughs) An older gal. But 1996 was a fun year for movies, not so much for TV. Not so much. I don't know about music either. We'll get into it. Um, so take yourself back. Where were you in 1996? What were you doing? Were you a little baby? Were you not born? Or were you an elderly, full-on college student mm-hmm. like us? Or were you even older? Because you can be older and enjoy your show, too. Anybody can. Really. My daughter does. And she's mm-hmm. a youngin. And yours, too. Mm-hmm. And she's super young. She's mm-hmm. little. Um, so to get us in to 1996, we're going to start with... What first came up, because it was obviously so strong in the pop culture life of 1996, were the phrases, show me the money, and you had me at hello. Correct. Everybody knows what movie this is from. That's right. Jerry Maguire. And I've seen it once. I saw it in the theater, and I never saw it again. I didn't care for it, and you liked it. I do, and... You've heard all of our other episodes, obviously, mm. because you're fans and you right. know that I hate Tom Cruise, but this was the one Tom Cruise vehicle that I was willing to watch and watch again and, and I again. don't know what happens to me, but t- like I said, Tom Cruise, every movie, Edge of Tomorrow, I loved sci-fi movie you need to see. Um, he brings me in. He wins me over. I can't help it. It's because your heart is cold. Maybe. And this is a romantic comedy. Oh, that's it. That's it. And you. I don't. I can't do it. Don't do well. I don't with do those. it. I don't. No. Nope. I'm just like, no, not what, not Star what happened. No. Nope. Weird Lord of the Rings. Right. I can't do it. Spy so movies. So I never said in. to anybody, show me the money. Mm-mm. I never said to anybody, you had me at low. I never did, but Mm-mm. I should. You got to bring that out once in a while because people would look at you and be like, oh. I mean, now it might be weird. It would be kind of weird. Because it was a long time ago. But but you know what other movie I went and saw in the theater? I saw Twister. Mm. I saw Twister. Who had, what's his name? Um, he died. Bill. No, Bill Paxton died. Paxton. And oh. um, three names. Oh, Philip Seymour yes, Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it. He was Shit, terrible, it. but he was such a good actor. Really good yes. actor. Um, Heroin. Shit. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, he had piss. needles in his arm. Shit. Um, piss and shit yeah. is right. I mean, Braveheart won the Oscar, but Twister really should have been in the running. <laughs> I mean, Twister had it all. Yep. Helen Hunt. Yep. Overalls. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I did. What else do you want? Um, Not much. Fargo, which people have said we sound like Fargo. I don't hear it. I, I don't, don't either. hear it at all. Forget it. I mean, come on. I hear none of it at all. And I just don't know what people are saying or thinking. Mm-mm. Gosh. Okay, The English Patient was a very specific type of movie, and my roommate Marnie and I were obsessed. I we never watched it. Rafe, was it Rafe, Rafe Fiennes? Yeah. Yeah. Who's his brother? It was Voldemort. Um, 
no his brother there's a two joseph. fines joseph finds joseph rafe. was in um shakespeare and love yes he's yep. the younger rafe finds is the one who's in rafe finds oh that was a good movie though but rough it was rough i don't even know what loved happened it so romantic oh it was really good actually um scream horror fans kind mm-hmm. of funny comedy you know you gotta have that a little bit um and really not much else nutty for professor was funny but of course i prefer the old nutty professor version um, yeah with the older jerry lee lewis jerry, yeah. yeah not jerry lee lewis oh whoops jerry, jerry lewis, lewis. <laughs> was jerry lee lewis again? he was the one who yeah, married his 13 year old cousin, cousin. Yeah. oopsies mm-hmm. And the movie I saw in the theater like 1,900 times, Time to Kill. I don't know why, but I had a Matthew McConaughey obsession. Well, because he was hotter than oh. shit back in the day. And that movie was actually really good. Yes. John Grisham novels get me every they time. Were, They're so they good. They were good. Yeah. I loved the one with that Matt mo- Damon, too. The yes. The Rainmaker. Oh. The, Danny DeVito. Yes. Did it too. Did it. Oh. That, oh, my God. That movie was so good. Mm-hmm. So your movies... We're, I'll, I'll give it an okay. An okay. Fargo was a winner. I mean, my God. Obviously. Yeah. Because it took from the wood chopper. Yeah. The wood chipper. Oops. You I said chopper. I say it all the time. Well, the it wood, chops and it chips. The, it chops and it chips and it chops and it <laughs> chips. The wood chipper. The wood chipper came into play at the end. From and Hella. it was from Hella Crafts, was Hella also Crafts put through a wood chipper. And Hella Crafts inspired. Fargo. Yes. Yes. So there we come around. Mm-hmm. Um, now, our TV shows, I just tell me if you, again, go to our Facebook group. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. So you want to mm-hmm. find our Facebook page. It's always the husband. And then come into our group. You will love it. Mm-hmm. We discuss the episodes. We just kind of all come together in our nutty craziness. Mm-hmm. And tell me if you've ever heard of some of these shows or remember them. I don't know. But I again, I was in college. I probably wasn't watching a little. I don't know. I watch TV all the time. I don't know. What am I saying? Okay. Of course, ER was huge. Correct. Seinfeld again that we both admit we never Mm-mm. watched. We're sorry. We didn't. Suddenly, Susan. I feel Mm-mm. like that was Brooke Shields. Yeah, it was. I never watched and it. And Kathy Griffin, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I, don't I know. love Kathy Griffin. The Naked but... Truth? What the hell was what that show? What is that? What was that? Friends, of course, was huge. And again, I don't, I've never, I don't watch reruns. I just, I watched it once. I laughed. I like Jennifer Aniston. I'm on her side all the time. I'm always Jen Aniston. I just don't. Fired up. What was that show? What is that? I don't know. Monday Night Football, I guess. I don't know. The Single Guy? What was that show? I don't know. Home Improvement? I never watched it, but I know it. You know it. And Touched by an Angel. I mean, too religious for us. Where was Dr. Quinn? When was (laughs) Dr. Quinn? Was she around this time? Now, Dr. Quinn was a show I got into. And what was his name? Joe? Who was the sexy boyfriend in Dr. Quinn? He kind of had Native oh. American. Um, yes. His real name was Joe, I want to say. I don't remember what. Gosh, she had that s- just sexy guy going after her. Yeah, I don't, I don't Dr. know. Dr. Quinn, you go, girl. So songs, Mariah Carey, Always Be My Baby, which I feel is like a depressing song. Because yeah, she's, always yeah. be my baby. He's dumped her and she's kind of stalking him. Yeah. Um, Celine Dion, because you loved me, so it was very ballad full. 
in 96. We were, of course, we had the Macarena. God, please. What, why did why we? Why did we have the Macarena? Where did that come from? Why did we do fired it? Fired Up. I just had to look it up because I was so. Yeah. I, I don't have no idea what Fired Up is. Sharon Lawrence from NYPD oh, Blue. Okay. You were a fan uh-huh. of NYPD Blue. I didn't want to Leah Remini. Oh, she's awesome. We do like her. We approve Mark of her. Mark Feuerstein. No idea. He's I don't in, know you, Mark, and I don't. He's in um, uh, Royal Pains. Remember that? He was the doctor. I don't know. The any USA of these Network. Shows. Oh, no. and he was on West Wing, too. Mark, suck mm, it. Yeah, but I don't remember this show at all. No. Not so if at you all. remember these shows, go into our Facebook group and remind mm-hmm. us, but we don't know. Now, what I loved was no doubt coming on the scene. Don't oh, speak. Don't because speak. you had a strong female voice. Don't right. Don't she was the cutest. She kind of had her own little style. And now she's, what, 50? And but still, she still I mean, she's hot it. as yeah. hell still. And, okay, I'm going to stop the show here. If you're what? still listening, thank you, because we are We're random. sorry. And, I need I need to know from you, and I have a feeling I'm going to get the answer from you. What could it be? I have to know what was the deal with Keith Sweat. <laughs> First of all, Keith Sweat, the most offensive name in the history it is. of names. Yes, it turns me off in such a way that's mm-hmm. violent, oppressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was a Keith Sweat song that I would know? I feel like my sister liked Keith Sweat. Uh, and there Natalie, was only one real song. Um, I don't get what a Keith Sweat it. is. I don't understand why Keith Sweat would be a thing with that name. Well, he could sing. Could he? Um, I blocked it out because the name stopped me dead. Like my brain just he stopped. He sings. Well, the one that I loved yeah. was You Got Me Twisted Over You. You know I, I got what you Oh, need. I know that one. All so right. So what you want? I know that do. one. And he's saying, okay. nobody, baby. Nobody. That, it was catchy. Nobody, What happened baby, to him? Did he change his name to Keith Perspirant? <laughs> he, his real name. I'm sorry. I've had a lot of to drink. <laughs> his real name. Was, what was his real name? That's not is Keith Douglas Sweat. Absolutely not. It is one hundred percent. His parents is. did not name. He did not he have a name. Keith Sweat is an American singer, songwriter, oh. and an early figure in the New Jack Swing musical movement. Obviously, I can't with Keith Sweat. If you were a no, fan of Keith Sweat baby, and you went babe. to a concert, I don't get it. Again, oh explain God. it to me. And the second I said a Keith Sweat song, this is. I think it's illegal for us to play it. Probably. I think we're supposed to only sing and not Oopsies. actually play. Um, so you'll have to sing. Okay. I ooh, And the second biggest fad after saying show me the money to people was McDonald's and their Beanie Babies. Did you ever collect those? Um, I never did. No. What was huge? Like the Jerry Garcia like tie-dye bear? Something like that. Yeah. I, I mean, know. people loved those things. I, know. I just... All right, so that brings us then your key. I knew better. I know. The Naked Truth was Taya Leone oh. and Holland Taylor. Oh, I do like Holland Taylor. Mm-hmm. She's good. She was in Bosom Buddies. Yeah, with she Tom was. Thanks. Yeah. Which now we she's discussed. dating Sarah. She's, da- yeah, she's dating um, 
from American Horror Story. Yes. Uh, Sarah. No, it's no, not Sarah. God, I know her and I look her up. I'm, I'm gonna. Um, so while she's looking it up, everyone's screaming at us. I know. Just watching. keep going. They're saying. Is. I know. We know who it is and you need to think of it. So Fatal Vows, check it out, ID Network. So we are in the episode in a lonely place. Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson, it was Sarah. Yes. Why did I, that's my name. Why did I not know that she's a Sarah? They got married in 2015. Oh, yep. Oh, that's such a good she's couple. She's their spouse. Yep. Oh, they're adorable. Two of the best right yep. there. All right. So we are going to introduce high school sweethearts. Everyone's had their high school sweetheart that you remember fondly. I sure do. You maybe have uh, visions maybe. of your high school sweetheart maybe better than they were, you know, when you look maybe back. Maybe you married him. Or you married your high school sweetheart. Or you didn't. Um, some of us maybe did. Yeah. Um, so we're introduced to Michael Daly and Sherry Guess, like Guess Jeans. Mm-hmm. So Michael and Sherry met in high school. Michael was... Not Hawaiian, but <laughs> since he was half Mexican and half Japanese, Japanese yes. his high school decided to give him the nickname Hawaiian Mike. So racist. Yeah, it seems pricks. like it. So he was not Hawaiian, but this was Ventura, California in the late 1970s. So that stuff probably happened to people quite a bit and probably still But does. she literally came home and said, said Mom, Hawaiian Mike asked right. me out. They literally called him Hawaiian Mike what? and not Mike. He's not so Hawaiian. He was not Hawaiian. No. Now, I, I questioned this as well. So we meet mother of Sherry Gass, who's really speaking for her daughter here, um, Carlin. And Carlin said, and I meant to look this up and I didn't, so you might need to do this, okay. that her activities were the Indian maidens. Yes. What is an Indian she maiden? She was in every like, so type she was of brownies, Girl Scout. 4-H, Pioneer Girls, and Pioneer Indian Girls. Maidens. Yes. What were the Indian maidens? So um, this must have been a California thing. I don't know of it being Midwestern. When I Google it, I just get racist Halloween costumes. Right. Um, so I have a feeling like this was a Ventura little thing that maybe a club for school. Why? Ventura, California. Okay, do better so it was a YMCA. They Probably were called after school club. Yes, it was called Indian Maidens. Now it's called YMCA Adventure Maidens. Oh my God! Well, good for you, YMCA, for realizing. Don't call it Indian Maidens. All right. So this is a reenactment show. So you're going to enjoy some actors portraying the real life people. So clearly terrible wigs are involved. So there were terrible wigs involved. And that's all I wrote. Terrible wig 800 times. So in 1978, sophomore year. Worse than the Twilight. Twilight. Not worse than Twilight. No, no, I didn't The Twilight so movies had the worst wigs oh in the history God. of wigs. Oh my God. When we would go to those yeah. movies and just laugh yes. hysterically at their at wigs. The wigs. We couldn't get past their wigs. Ugh. What did we used to call it? Like Twilight Breaking Wind? Bre- yeah. <laughs> breaking Wind. Instead of Breaking yeah. Do you want to see Breaking Wind? And we would go. <laughs> we watched it. Everybody did. So it's 1978. Sophomore year, Ventura High School, probably some really cool hippie stuff. Michael Daly, 
again, Hawaiian Mike, who's not even Hawaiian, nope. asks Sherry on a date. They date all through high school. They really hit it off. Um, Sherry and Michael are just like the couple all through high school. So Mike and Sherry actually move in together before getting right married. away. So this is 1980. So Carlin is not happy with no, that. The parents are not happy. This is probably something that wasn't really done. Um, really your only model no. for it was three's company and Jack had to pretend to be gay, gay yeah. in order to live with mm-hmm. girls. So I'm assuming that's the sign of the times, which is ridiculous. Um, so they're living together and the mom pretty much said it's not what she would have liked for her daughter, but she said, you can either lose your daughter or you just accept right. these are the circumstances. So right on mom. Brain, yeah. You know? Um, so Sherry and Mike both get, I am assuming dead end jobs, but it seems not to be. Except now we know that grocery store workers are the most valued. Obviously. Employees. They are the most valued employees. Why did we think? I assumed that. And now I'm realizing these are the jobs to be. They're the lifesavers. We were assholes. I know. We're assholes to daycare people. We're assholes. Well, daycare people, you can't go without them at all. Right. But we still pay them shit. I know. Well, we get I shit. happen to know this. I know. And um, yes. So Sherry and Mike both work at Vons and they're very proud of their Vons aprons because they're seeing they, they their love aprons yeah. constantly. Yeah. They actually marry in 1982. Very small wedding. Um, just like a backyard, tiny wedding with a few people yeah, there. Yeah, cute, They go you guys. on a cruise yeah. for their honeymoon. Yeah, nice. awesome. So they seem really, really happy. Um. We hear from Kristen, who's Sherry's best friend, who really pulls through for Sherry in this mm-hmm. episode, too. So it's again, it's a lot like Betrayed, where you're getting the real people the real people and then the and reenactments then here. Horrible reenactments. So Kristen says that Sherry really, even though she worked, she doted on Mike. She did all of the chores, but then it's 1982. Like, a woman has to work and do all the chores, and... That's how it was, pretty much, I'm assuming. Poor women. Jesus. Um, she really was, though, liked doing that. I do not like well, building and taking care of my home. They said that she, they thought she liked it, but I, feel I like don't think it. anyone really liked it. Who wants to work it? all day and then no. go home and clean and make... She would wake yeah. up in the middle of the night and make him a sandwich because right. he, he would work the overnight. night shift, and when he would come home, she would wake up and cook for him. Come I would be like, on, no, you're Sherry. a grown man, yeah. and I am not I am your mom. Sleep. Hawaiian oh, Mike. I worked all day. Yeah. Make your own. Suck it. Poi. Hamburger. Put a hamburger. What do they put eat a in hot Hawaii? Dog. Um, mahi mahi. <laughs> yeah. Make your own pig with an apple in its mouth. Hawaiian yeah, Mike. I know. He wasn't even Hawaiian. He wasn't even Sherry. Hawaiian. Quit being racist. Oh. So what is really interesting about the show, which I realized, is they cut in to two psychotherapists. Yes, the therapists are hilarious. Which is hilarious. really yeah. interesting because they are saying how fucked in the head you are yeah. to be in this situation. So it's like kind of having your own therapist midway through. If you recognize yourself in the show, listen to the therapist because they're going to say, uh, leave. They're saying exactly what you're saying in your head. Right. But if you are that person, you've done the exact opposite. Oh, exactly. So I'm screaming at them like, God, Cherry, you're a dumbass, but I know I've 
fucking we, I literally psycho. we've yeah. been in some of these yeah. situations so we yeah. know like I said we have five husbands between us <laughs> we've been cool. in many of these situations yeah so what one of the psychiatrists says is that a lot of times you do things at the beginning of your relationship mm-hmm. that you really have a hard time sustaining over time and Obviously. God isn't that the truth yes oh so like having your partner sex? then yeah well yeah <laughs> like letting them see you naked in any form like, like actually talking yeah to talking them? to them oh. oh my god but yes that's totally true mm-hmm. so if you go all gung-ho your partner maybe is expecting that and then you can't mint, you can't oh, mint, honey, maintain that screwed. and especially when you have children yeah. you got to take care of your kids mm-hmm. and so here come the kids. So 1988, they have a son and then another son in 1990. So they have two kids. She's working. He works nights. He's not home a lot. He's really not contributing anything kind of money-wise he is, but not really with his personality or being there to his no. sons or his wife. Right. And when he's home, he's an enormous dick. Total. We find out that he is super critical of Sherry who Sherry was a cute California blonde Mm -hmm. and Sherry's friend was at a party. She said, and um, Mike was being a huge dick to Sherry. And so Sherry's friend, Kristen went up to him and said, good thing Sherry's married to you, Mike, because I wouldn't put up with this for a second. Right. So her friends knew how much of a huge dick he was. And when it's that obvious, I'm sure they're telling her like, divorce him or whatever she thought she had something special she had hawaiian mike i know and he was a huge catch she couldn't, I bet she yes, still is she thinking couldn't leave that like behind she that prize. yeah and she has two kids and yes. i mean she's just probably in it's california you can't afford anything no so of course they're saying it's not long before michael starts feeling like he's trapped by his new family so he starts to get a wandering eye and a wandering wang as they all do <laughs> yep and his wang wanders quite a it bit it sure does yeah. so he is not faithful at all and on top of it he becomes a cokehead correct so he is spending all their money on literal cocaine and not ha- other coke. hard drugs yes he's and a drug hookers and yes sex workers yeah. we should call oh them. whoops yes sex, sex workers. workers correct yes that he does drugs with the sex the workers. sex workers and they all know him by his a fake yes by a fake name that's like mark name. or something <laughs> yeah it's I like mark it was. instead of mike yeah. So Sherry, of course, as a lot of women do, for some reason, I don't know why we do this lady, blames herself because she put on weight when she was pregnant because she had gestational diabetes. And you, again, you get heavier. My child told me at a scrumpy belly button. Yeah. This happens. I mean, you are growing a human in your body. In your body. So she starts starving herself. She's trying to work out. She's running. She thinks if she's going to look good again, it's going to prevent your spouse from getting a wandering wang and a wandering eye. And it's not. Once they start, it's done. So she's dieting like crazy. If Jay-Z fucks around on Beyonce, it doesn't matter what you look like. No, none of us can win. None of us will win. Or what your talents are. Or if Brad Pitt cheated on Angelina, what more do you need? Or Jennifer Aniston or Or anything. Or Jennifer Aniston. No kidding. I mean... You can't win. We nope. can't win. So wandering Sherry literally tries. Wings. Yeah. Wandering wings. Cut it off. 
Yeah. Lorena. Babbitt. Good for you. Um, she's changing her hair, changing the way the dress is, and he still insults her. He's still mean. He still is a huge dick. Yep. So Mike gets transferred from their Ventura Vons grocery store to the Santa Barbara Vons grocery mm-hmm. store, which is about a 45 minute drive. So he's away more than ever. And now he's not really in his town. So he cranks up his flirting. Yes, quite a bit. he's a gross he's asshole. He's disgusting. So Mike is always gone. He's a super dick. He's insulting her. He's not respectful. And Sherry is definitely no longer happy, but she's staying there. So when he's home, it said he would spend three days on a coke high yes. and she would be freaked out thinking CPS would come in and take their take kids, the kids because he was doing drugs in their garage yeah. and he would just lock himself in there. So 1989, he's transferred to Santa Barbara. He's working overnight at this grocery store and he starts having an affair with Sally Lowe, a divorced sad and depressed woman as they describe her we, on the show it so could she's be a you laughs. or me it could be me it could be you it could be any of us so sally decides to sign up for mike for some reason Ew, um i'm sure them. because he's a complete you know manipulative fool there had to be something and he knew she was probably i mean just they seem to that type of man knows and goes in for someone who's weak, you know, weaker at the moment. Yeah. Um, so Sherry, he's lying to her saying that he's staying with friends mm-hmm. in Santa Barbara, but that he's still, he's trying to divorce Sherry and that saying all this bad stuff about Sherry and making Sherry sound bad and telling Sally pretty much that, you know, you know, I'm going to leave her. I'm going to leave her. She sucks. And she does all this stuff. And, um, they're really, the Dallies, meanwhile, are struggling to pay their bills because Mike's spending all his money on drugs. On coke. on coke. So Sherry needs to go back to work. So she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom with her kids, but she opens a home daycare, which is probably right. pretty clever. Her business actually starts to really thrive. And like everyone, everyone in the loved town her. loved her. They're bringing she was their the kids best. there. Pseudo mama. But what they're talking about, they actually say one of the ladies said, if I knew Mike was using cocaine. Right. It, while my kids were there there. we wouldn't leave our kids there and that's what he was doing he would lock himself in the garage do cocaine the whole night the whole time she took her daycare money and would just spend it on drugs and And sex sex workers workers. as mark um but sherry (laughs) for some reason decides i feel like i need to help him out why oh sherry and this is where we hear from the therapist again pretty much saying like if you're gonna do anything you need to go fully to rehab you need to say go to rehab or get out. And there is Sherry no other choice. A codependent personality. Right. Like there was something in her that felt like he needed her. And that need made her feel special. Like yes. she needed to feel needed yes. like that. So they And she still something. had Hawaiian yeah. Mike in her head. Like right. he was this awesome high school. Right. And douche. he's just douchebag yeah. Mike. Yeah. Not Hawaiian Mike. Oh. And she wanted to have her family with him. She wanted to have the perfect family. Right. But he's literally spending all her money on his girlfriends and drugs. Right. Um, and then he threatened if she did leave him, he was going to take the kids. Right. How would he get the kids? But she, you don't you know. Wouldn't. You're no, f- you're afraid. scared. He would get the house with what money? You know, she's making the money, but she's terrified. So she didn't. He was threatening her. And then Sally dumps Mike, which we'll find out right. the reason why. Yeah. 
And then Mike is well, she was transferred back. She back. Yes. 1994, Mike is Because he was kind of a problem, too. Right. Like, she saw that work, he was a huge psycho. he was right. trying he leaves to screw Santa Barbara other people. And goes back and, to yeah. Oxnard, which was yeah. there. Oxnard Ooh, is name. a tongue. Nard Sorry about Nard. Yeah. So here comes in a sexy new co-worker, Diana Hahn. Diana. Anna. So here is how the detective described Diana, which I really (laughs) hope no one ever describes me as. Sorry. But I feel like this will be in my tombstone. He really describes her. He describes her as she was in her 30s. She wasn't married. She didn't have any prospects. She wasn't very successful. (laughs) She She was unremarkable, (laughs) which had to hurt. Ouch, (laughs) Diana. Ouch. Can you imagine? That's how you described on TV. Um, she's described as a loner, like Pee Wee Herman. Right. Rebel. <laughs> loner rebel. But where she clicked with Mike is that she was also half Japanese. So uh-huh. her and Mike actually really clicked. They said their Eastern their culture Eastern connection culture. Yep. was something that they really, really brought them together. Because please remember, he was not... Hawaiian. Hawaiian. He was Mexican and Japanese. So she knew he was married, but she hardcore went for him anyway. Um, She wanted Michael. She wanted his life. She wanted his kids. She wanted to have his kids. Yeah. I mean, like, take his real kids that he already had and And make them hers. She was completely insane. She was all in. So defense attorney Farley, who I'm assuming maybe was Mike's defense attorney, comes in and hated Diana. He's the one that described her. Oh, he was like an odd lawyer. odd. Yes. He described Diana, again, as not one of your missionary position people. Yes. I'm sure. He said that. Yeah. He did. Um, And that was the opposite of his wife. Correct. So they would go burn. They would go during work on their breaks to his van and do some terrible. And everyone was grossed out and they're like, things. gross, you guys. In front of everybody. They yes. would see it and know. Like, what the hell was this? And then what they is going get on? out and put back their on their aprons. Yeah, put on their aprons, because God forbid. What is going on where you do that at your work? They're disgusting. That's hugely disgusting. Disgusting. Um, so Sherry then would find things in her house like underwear in her bed. Things that were left from women. Is this the pillow part yet? Almost. No. Okay. No. Okay. Yes, it is. Oh. All right. So Diana and Michael are having an open affair at work. Everyone knows. So the st- store manager literally transfers Diana to the day shift. They were both night shift. He's like, we can't day shift because they're it's ridiculous. Disgusting. They're completely disgusting. They didn't try to hide it from anybody. Instead of having balls and firing them and being like, you right, guys they are should. Gross. You're gross. You're disgusting. I can yeah, find anybody that else. That happens so all the time. This is what I like. Put a thousand exclamation points. So Mike is not hiding it even from his wife. All right. Correct. If this were you, tell me again what you would do. Mike had a pillow made with Diana's face on the pillow, and he kept it and slept with it on his and Sherry's bed. In bed with his wife, Sherry. Is a pillow with his girlfriend's face Another on it. Another woman's face. He would not allow Sherry to 
get rid of it in any this way. This is a real life If I woman. saw that, I would This is not Marilyn Monroe no, on your no, pillow. Where you'd be like, ha, yeah, you wish to your husband. Right? No. This is your husband's girlfriend's face on a, a pillow. A real person. I would take a baseball bat and beat my his husband's face. balls yeah. in his yep. face so hard that like the police would have to come and Correct. pry it out of my hands. Correct. I I don't even understand what Correct. I would do. There would be blood medium it was in high her velocity bed. splatter. Sir. They show a reenactment no. of her pretty much just going, Mike. <laughs> um Get this pillow out of our What do you bed? have this pillow for? Why do you like she, her? Um what? pretty much did nothing and they said it's she had obviously low self-esteem and she didn't want to shatter her the therapist family illusion yeah, the therapist and her that. friends were saying um kick him out what are you Correct. doing he has a pillow Correct. of his girlfriend in your bed oh i can't even imagine no i can't even imagine no what is wrong with you that you go to sleep with that pillow i, I again the baseball bat and the balls would yep. make connection bat to connection balls. Back to balls. Then this happens. Christmas 1995. So Sherry calls her mother a few times that day. And what her mom says that she found out is that the marriage was pretty terrible. Obviously. But Mike took the kids to Sherry's. I mean, to Diana's. To Diana's, yeah. Left Sherry at home alone on Christmas without her own sons. He took his sons to his girlfriend's house. How is this happening? How? I don't know. How is this happening? How did you... How did you get here? Oh, what? She must have been... No, but this is when Sherry went ballistic then. Sherry, like, turned finally. Yeah. So she goes and confronts Mike and Diana and tells them to stop and then pretty much is asking, wanting Mike back. That, again, I don't understand. But her attacks on Mike and Diana actually are forcing Mike and Diana even closer together because now they have the same enemy. She's attacking both of us. Diana's like, oh, my God, Uh, she's coming after me. And then Sherry confronts just Diana and goes off at Diana. And Diana gives it back to Sherry, pretty much saying, I'm going to have your your marriage. I'm going to have your kids. I'm going to have your husband. And as I'm watching this, I'm just like, God, Sherry, just let him go. He's a huge juice bag. Don't like, I get it. It's so hard. So we get to May 1996 and Sherry is finally realizing that she has money. She can live on her own. She's going to leave him. But. May 6th, douchebag Mike comes home and finds his driveway full of parents in their mm-hmm. cars waiting to drop off their kids at Sherry's daycare and Sherry is nowhere to be found. So the parents are saying like, she's not answering the door. No one's home. What do we do? So Mike calls the police department and you cannot report someone missing unless they're, a, if they're an adult, they're missing for 72 hours. Oh God, that's so long. That's super long. Unless there is weird, suspicious circumstances, right. they said. And there wasn't so any like blood. Mike said, or well, weird. she's been kidnapped. And they're like, well, I don't know. Um, 
so the daycare parents are like, well, we live in a small town. Let's just drive around and right. look for her. And they literally do find her van at a department store. Yes. So her van is parked in the store parking lot. The key is still in the ignition. She has her bags that she purchased are on the floor, but she is nowhere to be found in the Correct. car. So they call Mike. Mike comes to the scene. He calls the police again and says, now we found our car. It looks super suspicious. And at that time, the police came out look at the car and they file the report and they say, ah, this looks like it could be pretty bad. So the officer then after filing the report goes back to Sherry and Mike's house that night. Mike is not home. Not there. So he finds that super weird. You just file the report on your wife. Like if your wife is missing, you you need to be be home. home. And he called people. People didn't really have cell phones. No, no. So he, called the you home have to be home to get a and phone heard call. the phone ringing and yeah. no one's answering it mike yep. is not home so the following morning they're having a meeting like how are we gonna the, all the police together at the police department have a meeting how are we gonna deal with the sherry case this female detective there says that her sister was at that same mall in the same parking lot at the same time and she witnessed she a woman weirdness arresting Someone that looked just like Sherry, pulling someone out of a van, arresting them, putting on handcuffs, and putting them into a teal Nissan. Yes. <laughs> so I didn't know police drove you teal know, Nissans. You know, those classic Nissans so all the police drive. The woman kind of was wearing a business suit. She had handcuffs and it put Sherry in the back of the car and drove off. And so this is super and suspicious. And the handcuffs had like pink, fluffy. They were furry. Furry pink handcuffs. Um, So the police officers call all the neighboring police officers, uh, sheriffs and all that, and no one made an arrest of Sherry Uh -uh. because they thought, okay, she's in jail somewhere. That's good. She's alive. (laughs) But no, everyone's like, no, we didn't arrest her in a Why would we arrest her? Yes. Um, So then they start talking to Sherry's friends and Sherry say, oh my God, talk to Diane Hahn immediately. She did this. So the police have their first suspect, Diane. D- and, Dirty Diana. Yes. So the police go to Diane's house to talk to her, and there is Mike's car uh-huh. parked right outside. So they knock on the door. Diane comes to the front door in literal scanty lingerie with yep. her boobs hanging, hanging out, out all over the place. She does not even seem to want to cover herself. The police are like dying that she's scantily clad then mike comes out in his boxers again his two children who are where are they are missing their mother right she's quote unquote missing no one knows where she is and he's at his girlfriend's house without them exactly Uh, uh, the police right away should have just beaten them with their baton yeah so they bring both of them in to question them about Sherry's disappearance, which you should do. Diana comes up with the brilliant story that she was alone riding her bike all day. Oh, that was a long ass bike ride. Who? Excuse me. I'm going to pedal around. I just was riding my bike all hours. day long. Oh, I bike. love riding my bike. Is she Pee Wee Herman again on his bike? <laughs> what is this? Oh. I, I don't understand. And they're like, okay. Mike says he was home, which they know is not true. No, the police were, they were at trying his to house, call him. and they know he was sleeping at Diane. I mean, and then they let them both go. Mm. Um, so then the police talk to employees at the supermarket, and one says, "Did you look at Diana's head? She has scratches all over her head." 
So they call her back in. She looks totally like she's been in a fight. She had big, bloody gashes all over her forehead. her forehead, That was yeah, hiding like by her bangs. Oh, yeah. Yes. She had, like, cut bangs. So she pulls her bangs to the side, and you can see these nightmare bloody scratches all over her forehead. And she came into work an hour late. She looked all disheveled. She looked yeah. all weirdly upset. Um, so then the police really search her. There's no scratches on her arms or her hands and they still don't have any other evidence and they let them go again. And then police think, okay, this teal Nissan is weird. So they start thankfully checking out rental Rentals. car places, yes. which got married in two weeks. What's his yeah. name? Ron Gillette in trouble because he rented a car and got married after his wife had been dead for two and weeks. And dumbass Diana did the same yep. thing. So they find that Diana literally rented a, na- a car, the teal Nissan, yep. in her name. In her own name. It's like the wood chipper right. rented Yes, it in he his rented name. it in his own name. She rents the car in her own name name and then she returns it broken so it's even more attention to the car so the rear view mirror Mm -hmm. or was just broken so clearly there's some struggles going on the car was sent to repair so it literally had not been touched so it's loaded with evidence and there is blood all over the car who is driving it to the repair and not looking at the blood in the car or washing it come on diana you lazy ass you're not gonna wash the blood yeah wash it it's all over the car who is not noticing this obvious diana so there is They call Diana and Mike in the police station again. And so they separate them and Diana is starting to, this part was super weird. Diana is starting to get really nervous and anxiety ridden. So Mike asks for some reason if he could go and talk to Diana, which they allow, which I do not understand. Well, they wanted to watch it. And again, they're watching. So Mike tries to pep her up by making her say hi. Like that, like like a karate. And it was hi. Yeah, like they said he kept saying hi to her. And then I'm thinking like hi. But it was like a karate hi, forceful Right. But strength. then the officer was like, yeah. No, it wasn't like a hi. It was like hi. Right. And she hi. repeats it, repeats it, and then and she would do it, it back. Hi. Yeah. Hi. So they're hi. doing this back hi. and forth. Hi. And the police are literally watching, and it's like Diana is being inflated with self-confidence. They again. said it was the yeah. most bizarre thing, right. thing they'd ever seen. So they arrest Diana, though, even though she hi- tried to hide herself her way into confidence because yeah. she rented this car covered in blood. Um, and the media get the story now. So everyone's hearing about the story, hearing that Diana... Um, is their main suspect, again, rented the car, covered in blood. This wig company calls and says, Diana brought bought a wig from them in her own name, this crap wig. And so then they start looking at her bank records and find that she bought a wig, a shoes, shirt, I mean, a, a suit, detective suit, yep. crazy glue, matches, trash bags, lighter fluid, and an axe all on her car. Kit. I mean, that is Murder Kit 101. Murder Kit 101. Diane is the dumbest woman. <laughs> dumbest murderer. She is leaving clues. She is yep. farting out clues she- all over the town. Just <laughs> fart, clue, fart, clue, fart, yes! clue. She is an idiot. Diana. So not only that, she says to a co-worker, 
a few days before the disappearance that she's going to get her boyfriend, Mike, a special birthday present. And the person at the grocery store was like, oh, really? What are you going to get him? She says, a human sacrifice. If someone told me that at work, I'd Um, I'd just get up from my seat, walk backwards, and just start (laughs) running. A human (laughs) sacrifice? What? <laughs> what do you, right, what do you mean? So funny. That? What do you mean? Diana? Is that some sort of? Uh, is that a new party game? Is that a joke. <laughs> uh, she's crazy. That's weird, Diana. <laughs> oh, I can't even with these two. So weeks go by, and they're still not really looking at like where is the body? Where is she? Okay, so. They decide maybe we need to look for that. All I can say is like, if you can't arrest them at this point, it's bullshit. I know. They can't. They don't for some reason. So Sherry's got to be somewhere. And they realize that the rental car had 126 miles on it. So they really tried to do like a round trip. Did she drive out somewhere? How far could she have gone? So they're still within the town, but they get to kind of a rural road on the edge of town that's when they start finding stuff. They find a shoe. They find sunglasses right on the edge of a canyon. So then they start looking a little bit more and they find a spine with a bra attached. Oh, God. So sad. And right there in this canyon. So she was literally just like rolled down a hill. Yeah. They find her remains and they find but an, just yeah. the body. Right. Yeah. They find an axe mark in her spine Mm -hmm. so now they know she was killed by an axe and her head yes oh chapped off right she was brutally axed there's nothing i I can't even diana Uh, so diana took sherry obviously was wearing the wig the cheap ass police suit Went and pretended Said to arrest her. I don't her. know why Sherry yeah. wouldn't have recognized Diana and went with her. I don't get it. But maybe you're so... She obviously had fake police credentials. Maybe you're just so confused. I don't know. Pulls her in the backseat of the car, drives her to this rural area, and starts hacking her mm-hmm. in the backseat with an axe. The blood had... I mean, come on. This everywhere. is not little bit of blood. Nope. There had to be blood soaked everywhere. So finally... They charge Diana with murder. She's arrested at work and she's pretty much, yeah, whatever. They arrest her and she's like, yep. mm -hmm." But they know that Mike has to be the mastermind. So Diana is not just randomly ax chopping this random woman. Mike is in on it. So Mike told Diana where Sherry would be that morning. How would Sherry, how would Diana know that Sherry was at the mall? So Mike obviously was involved. Yeah. Mike clearly had to meet Diana as well to dispose of the body. Diana's not really going to be able to ax her to death and then carry the body over to the canyon and they're cleaning. Dump her down there. Yeah. So they think they went to the beach where she could use the beach showers to clean off all the yes. blood on her body. Diana just went under the free beach shower and just cleaned off all the blood. Just, I mean, nightmare. And then Mike and Diana just spent the night just deciding doing what it. they're going to do. Yeah, doing it and what are we going to do with the body or whatever. So here's where old girlfriend from Santa Barbara comes in. Sally. What was her name? Yes, yeah, Sally. Sally says that um yeah, Mike tried to solicit her to kill um 
Sherry. Sherry. <laughs> Sherry. Many times. Yes, and that's why you're Sally, like yeah, me. I know. And that's why Sally left him because he was a huge freak and he kept like trying to hint more like, and more uh, that she should no, I'm not gonna kill I'm your not wife. Kill someone and she dumped him, weird. thank God. So Diana then in nineteen ninety seven is convicted of kidnapping First degree murder and is given life without parole. Thank goodness. Thank you. Yes. Justice system. So Sally said that Mike is the one, again, that had this huge right. murder plan. So he is arrested and he is found guilty of murder and kidnapping as well. Thank you. And is sentenced to life without parole. This is the part that sucks, though, that boys are raised by Mike's, Mike's parents. parents. They clearly did such a great job with Mike. So let's give him their grandchildren. What is going on? What's right? Well, the parents, her parents were in the episode. They're fine. They look normal. I know. know. Maybe they live far away. I don't know. Maybe they live in a houseboat or something. I don't know. Oh, (laughs) why would Michael's parents raise the boys when they fucked up Michael so bad? But screw Maybe them. Maybe he was an anomaly, though. You I know, don't know. You know, you sometimes get a bad you can be a normal and have a weird kid. I know. Uh, I you don't never know. know what you're going to get. Think of the effort this dick put into getting this his wife killed. That was a lot of girlfriends he tried to get. Manipulate them to kill her. To kill. Yes. His wife. When all he would have had to do was just say, I want to get divorced. I'm just going to leave and move into this apartment. Right. I'm already working in Pasadena or wherever he was. I'm just going to move there. I I don't understand why that's difficult. How is that hard? If she wanted to leave you anyway, let her leave. I don't get it. He liked someone else. Uh, Men are the worst. Just go then. Yeah. Men are the worst. Just pay for the divorce. Pay for a divorce. They can be quick. They don't have to be painful. They, no. They can be quick. Pay for the divorce. You can just both go to the courthouse together. Yes. Get it done. S- yes. One afternoon. You're free. Bang chicks all you want. Go for I don't it. Know. Pay for the divorce. Go for it, Hawaiian Mike. Yeah. Screw you. That's what I say to you, Hawaiian Mike. Yeah. So if you enjoy these episodes, subscribe. Do you Rate enjoy us our drunkenness? Yeah. I don't know. I hope Oopsies. so. Um, and go find us on social media, Facebook, join our group. group. It's so fun. We have Instagram, we have Twitter, follow us. Let us know what you think. We have nothing more to do than just interact with you, our fans. We want to, we want to hear from you. Yes. Um, anyway, we hope you are all well out there doing whatever you can do to stay stay six feet apart, stay Stay home, strong, listen to podcasts, right? We love you. Yes. Bye. Bye.